I think the Northern Irish and Cork people would have a lot in common. Right? Should form a new country like <laughs> Northern Ireland Cork. <laughs> I've never been to Leitrim. Yeah. No plans on going. <laughs> I had a guy accused me of pretending to be from Cork and said I was actually from Dublin. So there was me, Tom Allen, Josh Whittacombe, Eddie Azard, Shappy Corsandi. I had an awful situation with Eddie Azard. Now, and he comes in, he sits down, so he's uh, sitting there where you are, and I'm just like, it's going, you alright? Yeah. What do I say like? Started a campaign to have Tom Grennan taken off the station. Yeah. I banned Lewis Capaldi. Anytime Ed Sheeran's brought up, I said, I'm not talking about him, I'm sick of him. Oh my God, that was amazing. You don't, you don't see that in the media, do you? Do you know why? Because the deep state, mate. It's the deep state. How's it going, Bill? Welcome back to another episode of the Here's the Crack podcast. We've got another guest on today. Andrew Ryan, welcome. Hi guys, nice to see you. I watch your clips, so it's good to be here. Yeah. <laughs> You're very Thanks. aggressive in the clips. You're very, oh. very aggressive. Heavily what are you joking? What are you joking? Fuck off. See, see what I mean? There's a lot of internal anger yeah. there. Yeah. I, I always, my mom always says this. My mom's like, every time you set record, does Tommy just go after you? And I'm like, yeah. Just fucked off. <laughs> like, I'll say Constantly something. I'll off. say something, and Tommy will be like, no, no, <laughs> repeat yourself. No, that's not right. It's like, right, okay. I think it's a bit of banter. It's like, it's good though. It's good to have uh, passionate views. Yeah. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever find people come on your podcast and just you just instantly click with them, or do you find like because you, you do your own podcast, do you like find when you're interviewing people or like having people on, or does, is it just generally you get on with people quite well? Well, I've started to branch out to people away from comedy right. lately. So today I interviewed Amanda Ferguson, the journalist, right? And that was so. interesting because uh, it's something that I wouldn't really uh, know too much about. Yeah, right. um, I've had Naomi Long on. Leader I mean, of the Alliance, yeah, we've got a few, we've, we've been rejected by the DUP. I don't even think they opened the email, to be honest. But yeah. the, 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 the DUP? We emailed all the political parties and said, can you send someone in? And the Alliance was the only one that came back to us, so. Fair play. And it went, went really well, you know. Thanks, I, darling, she's floating about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's, she's, she's not busy now. Is she not she's on that <laughs> fucking Pierce Morgan show now? Is she? she she's one of those, she's, is, it, is it GB News? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. where careers she's go like to die. Down, <laughs> down there, right? Anyway, no, like, uh, a lot of the time it's like, it's comics or people that I know, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, so mostly we'll kind of, but I use Aaron, but Aaron Butler's a really good mate of mine, so me and him get on really well. We're yeah. very different people and I yeah. think we get on well because we can rib each other very well. So I tend to have him on two or three times a month and then maybe a couple of other separate, just yeah. me and someone else. Mm. It's mostly just for me to learn, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd like the thing is with anything you do performance-wise, you make your mistakes in front of an audience. Yeah. yeah. Have you got any guests or anyone that, like bucket list guests you'd love to have on? Or? Well, I've got... Um, Oh yeah, uh, Michelle O'Neill. Now yeah. I I don't vote Sinn Fein or anything, but yeah. I would love to get her because she was born in Cork. Yeah, yeah. And I just go on and just only talk about that. Yeah. Do you yeah. get a vote? I do have a vote. Yeah, I voted do in the you? last. Yeah, I voted in the last two elections here. Well, I, one I haven't seen the result of yet. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was the council ones there recently. Oh, fuck. So I, where I vote now, I I just vote the alliance. You know. Oh, fair enough. Because there's no point in voting Sinn Fein where I live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only southerner where I live yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm under some sort of protection scheme <laughs> but I love it like it's grand you know like it's good fun but uh, I like it here like you know like it's an interesting place to live uh, you you grew up in Cork grew up uh, born in County Westmead right moved to Cork when I was three not my decision yeah mm -hmm. um, and then grew up in Cork until I was 22 23 and then I moved to England right so I've not lived in Cork since I was 22 
right so yeah. ireland to ireland to england ireland to england england to northern that's ireland. a swift transition. i'm on the way back down again now i think yeah and cork, yeah, just, you're I just think, working your I way think around cork is the next stop yeah yeah i would say i would i can see myself back in cork but unfortunately there's a big housing crisis down south yeah mm. and with anything like that you can take 10 15 years for things to even yeah plateau i was actually looking at houses down in cork today yeah and i was just like yeah. What is the point? Yeah. Like, I mean, what? You know. How much so, are you talking for a house in Cork, like? Uh, there's a house near my sister in a nice area, um, three bed, not semi-detached, nothing mind-blowing, like yeah. four twenty. Mm-hmm. Holy, mo- right? Cork in the middle of nowhere either. It's way at the bottom. Turn, like. turn, it, turn it off. Turn, turn that camera off. Uh, it's in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's uh, biggest county in Ireland. There you go. Well, yeah, but it's it's far. It's yeah, but yeah, like yeah but not much this is it. wasteland to people in Cork, though. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. It works both ways, doesn't it? But you don't want to be in Dublin, like. Oh, that's fair enough. Jesus Christ Almighty! How could you live there? The cost of it. It's expensive, like. Yeah, I think Cork would be the next spot back down. Yeah, like, yeah, I love it. Why? Love why England? Why comedy? Right. Mm, started P- comedy there purely for comedy. Yeah, like why I left school at eighteen, did the leave insert, and uh, didn't do very well. You know, yeah. um, did not got nothing out of it. Like, what's uh, not doing very well? Oh, like no point even repeating. Yeah, right. It's too far gone. <laughs> <laughs> did you try comedy whenever you were in Cork? I um, no, I did uh, when I was a kid, like fourteen. I stole a load of little <laughs> Bailey jokes, and I used to. Performed them at family weddings, yeah. not weddings like christenings and yeah. you know stuff like that, and I got a couple of laughs. I was like, "This is all right." Yeah, yeah. But you, how do you start comedy? Like, there's no yeah. book. Mm-hmm. That was that's There's no like, like. There's no sort. Of, like, this was before social media as well. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't own a laptop till I was thirty-two. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I just did all this like by reading papers and knocking on doors. You know, yeah. people think, "Oh my god, it's so backward." It's not. Yeah. You know, it's, it's only 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. Yeah, I just went to England, kind of a bit bored at home, like doing loads yeah. of same jobs. And Don't get me wrong, worked with really nice people, but in jobs it was like, oh, Jesus. I think I had a, a thing one day, I was 22, I was 23, and I couldn't remember anything I did at the age of 22 from January to December that was any good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go to any concerts, didn't go to any holidays, didn't have any really cool experiences. Yeah. I just went for a whole year, my life was literally go to work Monday to Friday, go to the pub at the weekend, go yeah. to work Monday to Friday, go to the pub at the weekend. And I looked back and I went, I haven't done anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I haven't achieved anything. I haven't yeah. done anything. I went, like this. Yeah. So I went to England, and sixteen, seventeen years later, moved to Belfast. Then. Yeah. Loved England. Really yeah. liked that. What drew, what drew you to England? Like, like why you so big man. So I'm obsessed with Manchester United. <laughs> yeah. And um, so just moved to Manchester. I've <laughs> yeah. got a season ticket. What do you think of United at the moment? Um. <laughs> <laughs> No, me and Chase, United fans. Yeah, it's uh, not a good time to be a United fan, is it? It's, it's, Did you it's, watch the match on either? I watch, I watch every game, man. Yeah. I watch every single game. And, um, <sighs> and Sansa, I like Ten Hag, yeah. but I think his hands are tied a lot. Do you not yeah. find, though? He like, can't get what he wants, I think, and he knows that he can't get what he wants, maybe because this ownership of the club is really, mm-hmm. it's really, it's, it's sort of sell before we can buy. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of players in there that are just not Man United players. I'm very disappointed with Jaden Sancho. Yeah. Very disappointed with Donny van de Beek. You know, Casemiro's 31. Like, oh, no. Like, I mean, yes, he, he was very good last season, but can you see him 34 pulling the strings? I yeah. can't see it. So 
Look, we can talk all day about football. His next it's question was, good. do you still have yeah. your season ticket? <laughs> can I use it? I went at a good time, though. Ronaldo, oh. United, two seasons, 40-plus goals. Henrik Larsson, Wes Brown, Paul Scholes. Champions League exactly. semi-final against Barcelona. One minute, one one nil up, Paul Scholes, bang. I was right behind that goal. Ian, Brown, Ian Brown from the Stone Roses was eight rows in front of me. Just oh my Ian God. Brown used from the Stone Roses before he went mental. Had his uh, seats in front of me. And I saw Wes Brown, Park, Giggsy, Fletcher... Michael Carrick when he came in for 16 million and everyone was abusing him for yeah. a year and then the following year then everyone's like this guy's amazing Darren Fletcher we used to be, he had three seasons there Darren, two or three seasons Darren Fletcher he was the first name on the team sheet mm. Louis Saha very injury prone he was unreal when he was fit Wayne Rooney um, who else would we have like people like Quinton Fortune Phil Bardsley coming on before he moved away then you'd have uh, all these Henrik Larsson coming on loan yeah. you know and there was Alan Smith Alan Smith before he got the injury at Old Trafford he was unreal at times yeah. Roma 7-1 watch that game back Alan Smith was unbelievable I remember that game no, unbelievable well. yeah. like yeah. there was some night at Old Trafford and, and the, the hair on the back you know, to come out to the Champions League semi-final against Roma when we won 7-1 because there was an issue over in Rome That was, we won the Champions League that year in, in Russia against Chelsea on penalties there was a big the United fans got attacked over in Rome and before yeah. that game, now, I used to live 20 minute walk from the ground in a place yeah. called Chorlton Come Hardy, mm. which is down by the Old Trafford Cricket Ground. So I'd kick off, I say, a quarter to eight on a Tuesday, Wednesday night Champions League. I'd leave my house at five past seven. Yeah. And I'd be up at the ground at half seven, straight yeah. into Mental. my seat. Yeah. But at half seven, it's kicking off. Yeah. yeah. Horses, bottles, fucking police on horseback, Roma fans, all this kind of stuff. Because they were trying to get them. I remember United fans singing to the Roma fans, where's your fucking ultras now? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, sorry, there's when I get to me see. <laughs> and I forget that okay, night, like, you know what I mean? Barcelona yeah. semi-final 1-0. People don't remember. Wes Brown, Darren Fletcher, did an unbelievable job of Messi that night. Yeah. He had no mm -hmm. final ball. He picked the ball up midfield, don't get me wrong, he was amazing. No <laughs> final ball. Yeah. Park Chi-Sung. These guys were workhorses, like. Yeah. And these were bang average players that were made to be amazing mm. don't have that anymore Yeah, yeah. don't do have that anymore don't have those pairs anymore how does it feel now like watching because like, I feel like we would have been young enough watch, growing yeah. up watching that but like you sort of were in it like proper going to the games and all like how does it feel oh I started my first game at Old Trafford was Man United Ipswich 9-0 fuck I was 11 that's our biggest 11 ever years. win wasn't it was yeah. Andy Cole 5 goals never forget it fuck, next game I saw Cantona play and I saw Keane play they were the only two I wanted to see play yeah, yeah. seen Keane play a few times I saw Cantona play. Yeah. Oh, man. That's man. It's class. Like. It's just class. And he didn't do much. He never did much in the game, but he would just have a moment where he'd do something. He a just pass or a move. You know, you see him just dawdling around and collar up. Mm, he yeah. retired. That that was the year. He, that, was, that was his last year. He'd come back from the... Uh, sorry, no, this was just before he kicked the fan in yes. Sellers Park. So yeah. I saw him just before the ban and he came back and he'd won. He came back and then he retired. Um, but it was, uh, but at the moment, how do I feel about it? It's sad, really. Mm -hmm. I think I think the quality of Sir Alex Ferguson has been shown in terms of the leadership of the club, and I think with since him leaving, first things first. I actually remember doing an event with Gary Neville back in two thousand and twelve. Um, being I was doing a dinner with Gary Neville, and we were he was asked the question in two thousand eleven twelve when Sir Alex Ferguson eventually retires, who would you want to take over? And I. I said I was asked first and I was like I'm just a fan like I'm just yeah. a comedian who just happens to be booked for this event and I went David Moyes and Gary Neville went David Moyes and the place got a round of applause yeah seriously. and that's my claim to fame like yeah. I, I, you know, <laughs> and we all said David Moyes <laughs> yeah. seriously uh, Gary Neville said David Moyes yeah and I was a massive fan of David Moyes because this is what I believed any manager 
that can make a club like Everton who have no money get average players to play above themselves I think is a brilliant manager mm-hmm. okay now people say the club is too big for him and he did he made a lot of mistakes yeah. I totally I can't go into that I think he was a completely the right person for the job but maybe the wrong did things incorrectly but then I hear things about Rio Ferdinand kicking off but fucking he took away our ketchup I'm like you're a fucking dick <laughs> yeah. Yeah. how fucking spoiled are you when you're complaining about a manager taking away your ketchup like right, so right, I don't right. agree with all the players on it yeah. Yeah. do you know what I mean I don't agree with all the players saying it I, I think he was unlucky I think the pressure his contract was minimum Champions League and when they mm. realised they, were, they weren't going to finish in fourth he was sacked straight away oh. but that's what I think comes down to bad leadership then again Yeah. so look you can argue about you, you could be on you can argue about this all day who was right who was wrong and then it just seemed to spiral into yeah a load of shit then for a while I hate Mourinho hated him yeah yeah didn't like him at all you know so, so you so. moved to Manchester because you had uh, Manchester you did yeah but well, I had family there as well I had family there so there was lots of other reasons and then um, started doing comedy there on the open mic scene yeah and then did you ever visit Manchester two three five the casino. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you come across a, a guy <laughs> Salvo? <laughs> Salvo. We we went over to uh, oh. United game there oh. recently, and Tommy got absolutely robbed by this fella at the blackjack table. Boy, Salvo. Sal- which where, where, Salvo. where's the casino? Is it Dean's Gate? Yeah, Dean's Gate. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think which you go under like a bridge you go under yeah Castlefield area that's where all the bars on the dock front there's yeah. a lot about five or six yeah. bars there and you, the, yeah. above it is the metro yeah. and then the big hotel the Hilton yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the that was an experience yeah. enough for us like tough night <laughs> yeah. Manchester's a good night now yeah, yeah. Is, the yeah. northern quarter is really good yeah if you go up to the Oldham Street area like you kind of stay away from like I often find Deansgate was always people are coming in from Preston and Bolton and Liverpool mm. and Wigan you're not love yeah. Yeah. fucking out in out Rochdale fucking you're not you fucking know me I see the kids at weekends me but if you go up to Castlefield yeah. it's a lot more sort of like Manchester people yeah. mm-hmm. you know people with shoes and no socks and all that what was like what was was there anything you noticed when you moved from Ireland to to England like what were was there anything was there any yeah. sort of big qualities you noticed you were like oh, no the one thing I noticed and still baffles is the complete lack of knowledge English people have of Ireland yeah mm-hmm. I just it's phenomenal it's unbelievable yeah how English people know nothing about Ireland yeah when was it early 2000s was it you moved I went 2004 yeah, yeah. what, like, what do you mean like, give us an example like, just then. like the complete not understanding yeah. anything that we do now growing up here like when I was growing up in Cork obviously we've BBC One we've Sky we watched Premier League we watched mm. the news ITV Coronation Street, Senders. Yeah. We British English TV is a big part of Irish life growing yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. So, but they don't obviously know what RTE or no. RT two or Network two as it used to be called when yeah. I was a kid. So, but they don't get taught anything mm-hmm. about it. Like you know, like I will say one thing about the Irish education system, the Leaving Cert, it's very good. Yeah. Seven subjects. I think the A levels is what three. Yeah. yeah. We do do a lot of history. Obviously, you can pick the subjects, but I did history of right up until I was eighteen. Did a lot of Irish history and European history. So I still to this day would have a big, like I've tried to go on mastermind and as my specialist subjects is the War of Independence. Like, do you yeah. Know? Do you know what I mean? Or you, you know stuff. Or but I will like to go to European countries. So my plan this year, next year actually, is I want to do say European. Sorry, I want to do Beirut in Lebanon. That's not obviously not in Europe, but. I want to go up and do Bosnia, Serbia. I've heard Belgrade is supposed to be phenomenal. Yeah. You know, because all those countries have been formed from wars and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, so I've an interest in, in all yeah. that kind of stuff, you know. But yeah, I found that they didn't really know much about us, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 even last week, like, this is this is no word of a lie, lads. Like, I even told us on stage last week, I'll tell you this. 
because we live here in Northern Ireland, which is obviously part of the UK, roadside assistance. Yeah. I'm with a company in England, roadside assistance, right? So yeah. I ring him up and I get me an annual policy or whatever. And I say, right, the same question comes up every year. Am I covered if I drive from Belfast to Dublin? Yeah. Yeah. Right, because on the terms and conditions of this company, it says you need European cover for Andorra, Belgium, France, Spain, Portugal, Italy, blah, 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 blah. Ireland is included in that as well. But because this island is so unique, mm-hmm. it has a different sort of setup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These big companies have different ag- arrangements for Ireland because it's no border, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And this woman spoke to the woman on the phone. And I said, look, am I, I drive to Dublin now? Am I covered? And she said, if you drive to Southern Ireland, you're covered, yeah. But if you drive, this is what she said, if you drive to Dublin in Southern Ireland, you're covered, but if you drive to the Republic of Ireland, you're not covered. <laughs> what went, the fuck? I went, here we go. <laughs> right. So I went back to her and I said, do you know that, can I confirm, <laughs> that if I drive from Belfast to Dublin in Southern Ireland, I'm covered? She was like, correct. But if I drive from Belfast to Dublin, in the Republic of Ireland, I'm not covered. And she just went silent. She like, can I just put you on hold? I need to check that. Are you, check- oh Are you checking that there's two Dublins? Yeah. Oh so I just went, that's to yeah. this day. Yeah. Like people say to me, where are you from in Ireland? And I go from Cork. Is that in the north or the south? I went, well, it's, it's, uh, wherever you want it to be, man. Yeah. It's wherever you want it to be. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, but, but, but I like English people and, yeah. and British people. I really like them. But I, I'm just baffled how they know very little about us. Yeah. yeah. They don't. Like, they don't really know much about us. Like, man, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, there's, there's lots of them come here every week and stuff like that. But yeah. just like, just from that phone call, like, of dealing with my roadside assistant, I was just like, how do you not know that? Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. This is basic. Yeah. What do you think it's like compared to, like, now you're in Northern Ireland? Like, do you think, do you still think that Northern Ireland, people in Northern Ireland have, don't have a good... Like Gra- grass with the south. Yeah, yeah. I think people up here are yeah. very well in tune with it. From what yeah. I, from my experience, yeah. I mean, I know I know somebody who said they've only been down south like twice, but they've been to like six, seven different European countries. Yeah, you know, for something that's an hour and forty-five yeah. minutes yeah. to Dun- an hour down to Dundalk. Yeah, people don't seem to go down. How many times have you been? <laughs> but would you would you go down much? Uh, like to be fair, I've been at Dublin a ton of times. Mm. But like I would say, whenever we went to the Galway races, yeah. I'd say that's probably like the furthest I've personally been. Seriously, I like and I I have said this before. Like we've been to Donegal, there's, like. yeah, been Donegal. Because I had done like whenever I was a bit younger, I'd have done photography and stuff. So whenever I get like whenever I got the license, I would have went like all around yeah. Donegal and stuff. But like to be fair, could have probably went way way. Could have probably visited more places, but just yeah, haven't. There you go. Well, this is the thing. This is I mean, like I've never been to. There's plenty of places in Ireland I've never been yeah. to. Never been to Wicklow. No, I've never been to Wexford. Yeah. I don't. No, I've I've been to Wexford. Yeah. I've never been to Leitrim. Yeah. No plans on going. <laughs> <laughs> so. But I don't know. I, I kind of I think people often say to me, "What are you doing up here?" Yeah. They're like, "What are you doing up here?" Like someone told me that Northern Ireland is always it's always ten years behind. Yeah, oh, it is. It's always ten years behind, and you can kind of see it in the infrastructure up here as well. Mm. Nothing, I've been here three years. Nothing's fucking been done in three years. <laughs> no. Yeah. no. Like I love it here. I yeah. really do love it here, and I, I must say, Northern Ireland has been so good to me. Like, and yeah. I think the people here are. I'll say this now. 
Belfast nightlife is the best nightlife on this island. Yeah. And so. I've done Cork, Dublin, Galway. I've done them all. Yeah. I've done them all. Kilkenny, I've done them all. Carlingford, done it. Dundalk, done it. Yeah. Done it all. Yeah. Belfast. What makes you say that? Like? The music, the bars are great. The yeah. people are great. Um, the people here are really sound. Yeah. And there's no, there's no chip on their shoulder here. Yeah. People are like, this is us. We get on with it. We just fucking get on. We're up against it a lot of the time. We just get on with it. I've gone out like in South Dublin. Hey, man, <laughs> what are you doing? You just go see rugby? Did you go see Leinster? I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> you dopey prick. Yeah. Your fucking big house and your mum and dad's pension. <laughs> fuck off. I like, the f- I like people who are just like fucking, who know who they are. Yeah. I think people up here really know who they are and they know where they've come from and they know where they, they just get on with it. And there's great resilience here. And mm-hmm. people are very warm, very friendly. Yeah. Cork people as well are great. Cork Cork people like have a tendency to think a lot about themselves as well. You know, we're we're kind of people slag off Cork because Cork, you know, probably would want independence from the rest of Ireland. Yeah, a bit like Catalonia. You know what I mean? I also <laughs> like to be the capital of Ireland, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, but up here, I think the Northern Irish and Cork people would have a lot in common. Like, mm-hmm. we should form a new country, <laughs> like, a new alliance. <laughs> Just call it like you know. Northern Ireland Cork, <laughs> Nor- Northern Cork, yeah. <laughs> or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like. I don't know. I, can't, I, can't, I get on with the people here. You know, I, I like them. Yeah. I like them a lot. Yeah, that's funny you should say it because we we were out there with work, um, and it was my stag, and we had. They got me this big mass inflatable antlers thing with this ring thing, right. and I shit you not. Like we had whipped it out in the pub for maybe about two minutes, and the next minute, like half the pub was just round us give us the rings throwing like i was getting rings thrown at me like cause they was like throw and get them on my elders yeah. just flipping yeah <laughs> getting pelted by all these rings half the pub was just lined up like give us a go give us a go yeah but that, that's just, yeah. like that's what i'm saying is it's like you can have a laugh yeah people here and you can approach people i find people here very approachable yeah, yeah. you know what about, the, what about the taxi we get in in galway <laughs> we went to the we went to the galway races and then we went out in galway that night could not get a taxi home for a long time. Oh, Galway's a mate. Next stay away from it. It's yeah. too much hassle. Yeah. It's like Glastonbury. It's yeah. no point. You can't even get out of it. You can't even, can't <laughs> yeah. even get out. Yeah. What's the point going in if you can't get out? Yeah, it's uh, crack till you we, go home. We find this guy. I think he was delivering pizzas. I think we give him like 20 euro. <laughs> and first of all, he went. <laughs> He's like an Apache delivery, Apache driver, delivery driver, and he was like, I'll, "Oh, we'll go, we'll go." And he took the woman first, <laughs> and then he left. And us <laughs> we thought that was good idea. Us three are standing in the middle of what you should have done is should be one woman and one guy, <laughs> yeah. and one woman said rather than like taking yeah. two women. And but we were standing there, and we just went, "Yeah, that probably wasn't the wisest." But they were all it was pissing down rain, yeah. and to be fair, like we were, the women the were just like, like get us home. Oh, so when, they, you know, when the women are in the mood, yeah. they're like. <laughs> The heels are off. Yeah. They're walking on glass. Yeah. Everything's your fault. Yeah. The Ukraine war, yeah. you did that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's their fault. Like, you know? Then he came back for us, to be fair. Legend of a lad. Came back for us. Like 20 minutes went by and we were like, he's definitely took them. Like, yeah, don't yeah. know where, where, where he's going to. Next minute, comes back in the people carrier. <laughs> Get in, lads. We ball be dead. And we were like, what's it like around here and all? And then he was like, you see if he went down there? be killed <laughs> oh, <laughs> we were like, he was like oh, driving right. past him and stayed he's like yeah someone was like stabbed there like in a last night, night we, were like, we were like Galway signs glass Galway's a good spot yeah, yeah. It is. but the Galway race is um, it's mad oh, yeah. the like I mean like I mean it is I mean the hotels I mean yeah. the cost oh. of we're just there uh, comedy. we were staying good it was decent enough lads like the cost like yeah, oh, it was crazy. It was like, like two fifty a night. I always bang on a, a little bit about the cost of things, and I often get a bit of stick for it. And the reason is because 
everyone's robbing you. Yeah. I'm fucking sick of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I go on a holiday now, like soon, and I'm paying what paid for a nice, nice hotel. Yeah. Do you know what mm. I mean? But it's like I go down to Dublin, somebody wanted three twenty five for a night in a hotel in Dublin and in three star nights went, I'd rather sleep on the fucking apple green. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Save three twenty five. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen uh, I remember um now Taylor Swift's coming to oh, Dublin. Dublin. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit, the, the hotel. Oh, like Garrett Brooks as well. Time. When yeah. Garrett Brooks came, and he, like the Cold Arctic play? Monkeys yeah. are coming to Belfast and Dublin. Finally, somebody coming to Belfast. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's what I mean. Yeah, but we went down to Kissy Cabin Heart when you done Dublin, and like the price of the hotels were like three twenty, and yeah. they were just like we just drove. Was Geddes and Shane doing that? Were they doing that? Yeah, they supported yeah. them. Yeah. That would have been nice to have seen those lads there, like yeah. especially yeah, it was being mod, up here, like you know, fuck, Geddes Todd at the Tree Arena, yeah. or whatever, like. He's doing laveries and everything, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah he right. That was cool. He couldn't get tickets for limelight and all, no. and then eventually we got tickets to see him. And Imagine that having to go to Dublin. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I know. And I, I live up here. I was like, he was living out the Culloden, wasn't he? Yeah. That's where he was living. The Culloden when he was filming. Was it? It was in the Culloden, I think. Yeah, that's where he was living. I know that's what I was told. Like, but somebody, but I, I did see a video he put up on his Instagram, Kevin Hart, and I think it was that road. Like, yeah. I could see that road. I think he was out in the state of the Culloden or something. Yeah. It's in something like they've given him a house, you know, like they've given him a residency. Yeah. You know I mean? so You'll see him down Helen's Bay and Van der Man turning up. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Yeah, they're at the court. Co- it's always weird. Do you not find it's always so weird when you see like big celebrities like that? Like even at the time whenever all the Game of Thrones actors were over yeah. here and all, it was quite strange to like see people like, I know Kevin Hart posted something at the Causeway and in your head you're just like, I've been there. I, I saw Kevin there. Hart in Victoria Street Car Park. On the ground there. Yeah. The car park there next to him. You'd have four bodyguards. I pulled into the car park in Victoria down the tunnel. You just get jumped. I was going. I was going in to do a bit of shopping, <laughs> and I go in and I take, get me ticket, and I'm driving down. I just see Kevin Hart right down at the end. Just come out this big black car, and he's standing there in a tracksuit with four or five other lads. I go, "There's Kevin Hart." <laughs> I just turned around and parked next to him, and he's just stuck out. Just walked past him. You know what I mean? Didn't even say hello you to didn't. him. Didn't go for him. And go. Are you getting on? Like yeah. I wouldn't go near him. Yeah. yeah. But just, there's Kevin Hart. Victoria. <laughs> Did you not even say? Nah, nah. No. Like, yeah. He's a fella, you know, this American. You get taken down. Yeah, back <laughs> off. Like the, the money he's he's making other people like yeah. they have to protect them, you know. Yeah. His insurance would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> so have you, have you ever met any like have you ever met any famous people? You did Russell Howard's comedy. Yeah, Russell. Yeah, Russell Howard's I comedy. met a lot of comedians, yeah. like a lot of comedians. Yeah. Who's like your favorite comedians like, of all like, time? From, just like from like people you've worked because like you supported. So I worked with Eddie Izzard once. I worked with Eddie Izzard, right? I had an awful situation with Eddie Izzard. Now we were on the same bill at V Festival. So imagine this: there's a tent of like I don't know, maybe fifteen hundred, two thousand people. They're not coming to see me. Yeah. They're yeah. coming to see Eddie Izzard. Yeah. But they have to get in early to the tent. Yeah. You know, because to get a seat, whatever. Like, so say Eddie Izzard's on at four o'clock and he's doing 45 minutes. I'm on at six. Yeah. And it, trust me, as soon as he's done, <laughs> they all leave the crowd, right? Yeah. I'm going on to, he's going on to 2,000. I'm going on to maybe 300. Yeah. If I'm lucky. Yeah. But we're putting a port cabin and he arrives in a Mini Cooper with an assistant and he gets out. I don't know what fuck you said. So it was me, Tom Allen, Josh Whittacombe, Eddie Izzard, Shappy Corsandi. I'm like in the middle of that, doing 20 minutes, whatever. Like, And he comes into this porter cabin. So in the porter cabin, imagine there's two sofas, there's confectionery table, there's tea and coffee machines, there's a small white fridge, very basic, you know, backstage at this V Festival. It was V Festival in Stoke on Trent. There's two Vs. There's one in Essex. I think they're finished now. Mm-hmm. But there's one in Essex and there's one in Stoke. And the bands would swap over. Mm-hmm. So whoever, pl- whoever played... Friday in Stoke would then do Saturday in Essex. 
it was like Leeds and Reading. You just did swap over, like you know. Yeah. And he comes in, he sits down. So I say, sitting there where you are, and I'm just like, I was going, you all right? Yeah. What the fuck? What do I say? Like, yeah. Normally, if you know you're going to be working with somebody, I was working with Kevin Bridges once, and I knew he loved football, so I was just straight in. Yeah. Talked about football. Yeah. That was it. Didn't talk yeah. about comedy. So I was like, I get on all right. And he was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll make it. And he, <laughs> like I'm breaking it like so I got up to go to the table you know the, there's like Harry Bows and yeah. Tonnocks <laughs> tea cakes and all that right? and I went up and I just went uh, do you want a Kit Kat <laughs> right? and he was like um, yeah 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 and I just looked down there was no Kit Kats oh, no. <laughs> I was panicked there was Harry Bow there was Kit Kats there was single Twixes yeah. there was Milky Ways and I was like oh sorry <laughs> Shit. He was like, he was like, hey, what, 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 what have you got? And I was like, Kit Kats. I was like, oh, yeah. Just look at, no Kit Kats. I was just looking at me, and I went, but he, he see me, but you just offered me a Kit Kat. I just went, yeah. And that was it. And he left about two couple of minutes later and never saw him again. Oh, so man. people said, he met Eddie Izzard. Yeah, I offered him a Kit Kat that wasn't available. <laughs> so I was just, like, you do get a bit yeah, awkward, flustered, like, like, yeah. get a bit flustered, like, yeah. I've met a good few people like I wouldn't know uh, but it's kind of strange like, I used to mean Joe Lisey used to live together in like the Edinburgh Fringe and we did a show together at the Fringe and yeah. we've supported him on tour and stuff yeah. and known his mom and dad and stuff yeah. you know so keep in touch with Joe the odd time um, but comics is different like yeah. comics are very low status people yeah. yeah, you can never really be above your audience yeah you, like, like the way I look at it is like you can't really be above. I wore a suit once on stage. Never again. <laughs> Fucking terrible. What made like, you do? Like, because I was in a suit. The audience was it. If I'm wearing a suit at a corporate event and they're in suits, that's fine because you're equal status. But yeah. if yeah. you're going in above the audience and you're then punching down, yeah, like I could be on stage in a shirt and a pair of trainers. And I'm pissed off at someone working in Tesco. That's fine. Yeah. But if I'm in a suit taking the piss out of someone working yeah. in Tesco, that's not. That's <laughs> yeah. a, there's a, there's, there's a status yeah. issue there. Like, yeah. So mm -hmm. you have to kind of look at so comedians like I like I like dressed down comedians. Yeah. Don't give a shit. You're not here for my appearance. Yeah, you're here for whatever yeah. you know. So yeah. what what's it what's it like in terms of because you've done your fair share of like obviously live shows and then TV as well. What's the dip? Is there like a stark difference between the two? Like in terms of you know I know you're saying you're probably doing like a, a more mean long lines of like the Russell Hard thing where it is it like a live audience type oh, yeah. thing? Is there a difference? Well, worst between... night of my life. That yeah, like, worst night of my life. Why? Just looked at the wrong light, walked off stage early. <laughs> oh shit! So I got booked for Russell Howard's Good News, which at the time was a massive show. Yeah, yeah, really big show. I loved it. Yeah. And he used to have um, like a weekly stand-up guest, yeah. and I was only about three years a comedian. Didn't have the stage time. Didn't have the the, the chops really. Had good material, but didn't have the comp. Didn't have the. I mean, if I look at myself back then, I compare myself now. Like the difference yeah. in just m my belief as a comedian, and I'm not the best comedian in the world, but you know, you can still have a good career as a right back in the championship, lads. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's a right back playing for Swansea. No one knows who he is, but he's having a fucking great time. <laughs> so, um, uh, I got booked for it. And I was, they said to me, oh, do you want to do it? And I, didn't, I, did, I said, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, yeah. oh, God. Like, what do you do, you know? Yeah. Can't say no. Went and did it anyway. 
they went through all your material beforehand. So they went, we want this bit, this bit, this bit, this bit, this bit. I was like, yeah, grand, no problem. <laughs> Walked out. Now, Ray Peacock was the uh, warm-up guy. He used to be in Peacock and Gamble, and then this mm-hmm. kind of split, and Ed yeah. Gamble is the, is Gamble. Like. Mm-hmm. He was this warm-up guy, and then Russell Howard brings me on, and I have to do 20 minutes, 14 if it goes to air. And I did my rehearsal, and there was two cameras on the ground. Yeah. And uh, I said, when do you want your light? I said, give me a light at 13. So I know of a minute left. But they said, don't worry if you... No, sorry, give me a light at 19. So I know of a minute left. And they said, but if you want to do 21, 22, don't worry, we, the power of editing. Mm-hmm. Was that grand? So I'm going anyway, thinking, blah, blah, blah. I do my set. I look at... I see the light. I walk. I walk at 12. Stuck yeah. to the wrong light. In 12 minutes. So I went, thanks very much. All the best. I walk off. Ray Peacock, the warm-up guy, is having his dinner in the back. Because <laughs> he's been told I've another, another eight minutes. Yeah. So the whole studio's like, what the fuck? So I walk back out, and the guy producing the show went, Andrew, okay, there's a bit of a problem. I was like, I thought it went really well. <laughs> right. You've come in under. And I went, oh, Jesus, how long by? And he went, uh, eight minutes. I went, what the fuck? Well, yeah. Did not make you go back out? But I'd done... In my head, I, mate, I was so flustered. Yeah. So Ray went back out and he went, okay, this is great. Listen, we're going to bring Andrew back on. We've just got a few timing issues. We'll make him feel so welcome. Now, Ray was brilliant with me. Like, <laughs> totally dealt with it. Like, I walked back on anyway. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Big fucking Irish head of me. Like, <laughs> mortified. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, we'll crack on anyway. And I said something like, oh, so so nice to come back. So nice to... And, I, and then I would say to myself, I actually then said, where do I start from? Where am I... St- I'd lost all Oh no It was fine in the end Came off afterwards Really upset with myself And then the the edit Looks fucking great Yeah Nice No Well say it looks great You wouldn't have known that happened Yeah Yeah. I'm not saying it's the best performance ever But the edit The power of editing Yeah Was that your worst Was that the worst That wasn't the worst no No (laughs) (laughs) When I My first five years of comedy I must have done about four TV shows And everyone was awful Uh And then they ignored me For about five years (laughs) (laughs) Didn't want to back on I just didn't have the time Like this is the thing Like this is this is the thing that I say to a lot of people is, is that like when they're starting out now you start out being a comedian you start off you do your podcast you do your TikToks you do your Instagram mm-hmm. didn't have any of that when I was doing it yeah. and I'm not old like you know what I mean I just came to I only came to Instagram properly two years ago like yeah. Yeah. I've always resisted the tech of it mm-hmm. and I realised that like, you can't resist it anymore it was the pandemic that made me change like I only set up TikTok in 2022 20, yeah. end of 21 my cousin who's 17 during the pandemic sat me down and said right this is how you do it yeah. It's not that I'm an old guy. I just don't like the tech yeah. as much as younger. But when I started, it was stage time, stage time, and I think a lot of people nowadays are trying to bypass stage time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they go, oh, I'm, I'm, I do comedy now, so here's my TikTok, here's my Instagram, here's my YouTube, here's my podcast. They're doing five things at once, and the comedy is the sixth thing. Yeah. The comedy should be number one. And do though, and and do seven or eight years as number one, and then when you've got the skills, the confidence, and the material, move all that stuff out then. Yeah. And I think to some people, there's a lot of people out there who are very good comedians. All the top comedians that you'll see have been around a long time. Bill yeah. Burr didn't get a break till he was forty-two. Mm. The guy's fifty-five now. He's had what five, six specials. Yeah. John Bishop was going thirteen years. Michael McIntyre was going. Whether you like these people's comedy or not is a different story. Michael McIntyre was going maybe sixteen years. It was forty grand in debt. Fuck. Read his book. Um, Sarah Milliken, um, Mickey Flanagan. I saw Mickey Flanagan in two thousand and five do the out out joke. Mm-hmm. In two thousand and five, do out out. What's that? Seriously? You know, you go out out. I'm going out, but you're going out out. 
2005, 2006, I saw him do that. That only became really famous, what, 2017? 16, 17? Fucking hell, that's mental. Is it like weird? People don't realise. Do you know what this, do you know what what comedy is like? Have you watched a football match? And you've uh, a new, say, Man United have started a new right back today. Yeah. Yeah. Right. His name is Johnny Murphy. He's 19. And he's making his debut for Man United. And we're like, oh, he's, who's this new kid? This kid isn't new. This kid's been in a system since he's seven. Yeah. yeah. Everybody in the industry knows about this kid. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same comedy. Yeah. Now, but the phone is now has made it different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people like Mickey Flanagan and all those guys would have been gigging. Uh, Greg Davis. They would have been doing eight, nine years on the circuit. Mm-hmm. And then eventually moving up into telly. And all of a sudden, oh, there's this new comedian, Mickey Flanagan. No, 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 no. Yeah. Everybody knew about him. Yeah. It's just, you, he's only new to you. Yeah. Because you're just sitting on your ass watching telly. You don't yeah. go to live shows. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's like football as well as the new right back. He's not new. He's been in this. He's just, he's just developed enough to be given a chance. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's, so when I look at comics, like I look at people like Scottish people, I look at people like Chris Kent from Cork. Brilliant. Having a really great time at the moment. Mark Nelson doing great stuff Kai Humphreys is a great comic but these guys are all around Chris Kent's been doing comedy maybe 16, 17 years and now he's really pushing on Yeah. but my point is, is like I know people now they're 4 or 5 years in they're like oh I'm like you haven't even fucking yeah. started like, yeah. Yeah. Can't, like name, name a sport that you're good at after 4 years yeah. Yeah. name a sport that you're brilliant at after 4 years there is nothing there is nothing you gotta work and a lot of people aren't putting the work in and when I started in my year I started out with me, Joe Lysa, Chris Stokes, a few other people. Me and Joe I think are the only two going. Yeah. They just they, they realise how hard they, not how hard it is. It's yeah. like, oh, this is you have to give up your life. Yeah. You see I two weekends I two weekends off last year in twenty twenty two. I had two weekends off. Yeah. Fuck. Do you see a lot of people like that you've met in previous years that just give up? Yeah, yeah, they give up, they just can't do it. Financially, kids, stuff yeah. like that. Like I've no kids, not married, so yeah. I've no other op- I've n- you know I love it like I I would I'm like I love doing stand up comedy. Yeah. I did the Pav last night new material 10 minutes after I was in such a shit mood all week. My mum's anniversary she died uh, 4 years ago this week. And mm. uh, I was in such a bad mood yesterday about it. And I lay on the sofa from 1 o'clock to 7 o'clock yesterday. And I mean and when I say on the sofa I only went to the toilet like yeah. I did not none of this like oh I was on the sofa all day. No and I mean I was on that sofa for I would say it's six hours 48 minutes like yeah. and then I went out and I did a gig in the pav last night I did 10 minutes of new material I walked on I had a piece of paper and I did these new jokes and I went home man I was like a new me yeah it's such a buzz like yeah it is such a buzz and I love comedy and I love seeing new comedians I think it's always important to see new comedians but I always say to new comedians do your work mm-hmm. do the work I was talking to Kieran Franco you know Kieran Franco young fella yeah. comic from here really nice kid he did a one hour show and he said to me oh I think I maybe went a bit I jumped ahead a bit and I went good it's yeah. good that you've noticed it's good that you took the risk and it's good that you've noticed it yeah yep. do you see what I mean yeah and I like that about him yeah it's aware yeah comedy isn't like oh I'll just turn up and be funny oh yeah I've only really in the last three four years really figured out who I am yeah I've been doing this 14 years like yeah it's 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 a slog like and people some people are up for the fight and some people aren't I and mean, you can see the fellas who are up for it and the, the men and the women who are up for it like. why do you, why do you think that is like you've only really discovered you in the past three to four years like and you'd be doing it for four so long oh my mum dying was yeah mum dying yeah I like 
sounds really strange thing to say and about my mum dying was probably the best thing to, the, the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life and the best thing that ever happened to me in my life because I didn't give a shit anymore yeah, yeah so the thing is I love comedy so much I probably overcared. yeah and I would end up getting in my own way a little bit because mm-hmm. I was focused I'd go in for an audition or a TV spot or a tryout for something and I'd overcomplicate it yeah because I wanted it so much so I pushed it away so then my mom got diagnosed with cancer in 2017 Christmas 2017 I was like, oh shit. Like, uh, the amount of christenings I've missed. Yeah. Family, cr- Easter's, you know, l- missed a lot of birthdays in the family because I'm I'm gigging. Yeah. I'm away. <coughs> I'm gigging in Glasgow. I'm in Liverpool. I'm in London. I'm in yeah. Dublin. I'm away. I'm gigging. I'm gigging. I'm doing my thing. And then mum got ill. And then I kind of decided to move home and, and kind of look after her. Um, kind of stopped gigging for a bit. Mm-hmm. And enjoyed my time with my mum. And then the pandemic happened. Mm-hmm. So she died and the pandemic happened. So I was I kind of had three years off really. Yeah, yeah. I still did a few gigs, but I wasn't writing, I wasn't pushing myself, I wasn't yeah. like figuring out what's coming up next year. And like I'm already planning for twenty twenty four now, my tour in twenty twenty four. Yeah. Whereas back then I would have been planning a year ahead. All right, we doing the fringe. Okay, can we get out to Australia? Where yeah. you know, where are we on a show cycle kind of thing? Didn't care. And then my mum passed away, pandemic happened, I went, right. So I've lost my mum, lost my girlfriend, I've lost my job. I mean, I can't really lose any more. Yeah. What were, you, were you, what were you working on then before? Like, were you working like full time? I was full time. Being a full time yeah. comedian, thirteen years. Yeah. So I lost being a comedy. I oh lost yeah, being a no, comedian. I, I like, you were working on other. No, no, no. I've been a comedian, and then so I started to get the government money, you know, to help in the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I lived. I bought a house in Belfast, and um, mm-hmm. I was in a relationship with a girl, and it didn't work out. So I got a job stacking shelves and being cute down Hollywood Exchange. Yeah. So just stacking shelves and being cute. So I, no, no mum. No girlfriend, living in Belfast with no friends or family, knew nobody here, in the middle of a pandemic, no job, nothing. Yeah. And then I'm on £8.90 an hour, Nile 14. Fuck me. And I just went, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if I can survive this. Yeah. And there's no, there's no, I've no road to Damascus moment here now, lads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just yeah. got on with it. And yeah. then when comedy reopened, I went, you know what? I know what it's like that, to lose it all. And yeah. I just stopped putting pressure on myself. Yeah. Mm. And when I went down on the stage, I was like, listen, I'm delighted to be doing this. I love it. Yeah. This is great fun. I've lost it for two, two and a half years. Yeah. If I didn't have to gig for six months, I'll be fine. Yeah. Whereas before it was like, I need this to go well. No, I didn't need it to go well. And when I, the mentality was, it doesn't need to go well, it started to go even better then. Did you say you started enjoying it more then? Yeah, started enjoying it more. Then opportunities like the radio came up and, po- and I bounced out, you know, being more relaxed. And then obviously, um, teaching myself in the pandemic about social media and then that's really helped me like you know yeah. Yeah. my clips and stuff and then learning how to do all that and then now it's just like you know it's great crack yeah but but now I'm I'm not afraid to I'm more I'm maybe before maybe a bit more of a crowd pleaser now I'm not I'm just like yeah you know some of the stuff I'm saying at the moment is it's like good fun, like. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. Like, not that I don't care. I care massively. Yeah. But I don't put the pressure on me. I go, if this is the level that I'll have for the rest of my career, what a win. Yeah. What a win. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, so less is more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, less is kind of more. You know. Are you doing what you love? Like, obsessed with it. Yeah. I'll do it till the day. I'll I'll be gigging till I'm seventeen. Like. Yeah. I'll still be turning up. Like, can I go on? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even though Andrew, you're a bit. You, you're not well like you're not supposed <laughs> to be here I'm like ah, I've got a really good bit yeah. yeah you know what I mean like so it's very addictive comedy is yeah. very addictive yeah I mean I gig mostly in the UK than I do here you know yeah 
over in England like I'll go to England twice a, twice a month every weekend finish the radio on a Thursday fly Thursday afternoon come back Sunday yeah so how do people in England take your comedy love it mate I started there yeah. yeah but I you know you should be always be able to play in front of your home crowd so I do a lot down south like I, when I say I do a lot you know I, w- I will be gigging down south every six weeks at least anyway yeah yeah. you know I write I write stuff I mean I performed in New York last year I write stuff that hopefully will work on most stages you know yeah. I'm not political I'm not topical so I'm not going to be like, I'm I'm not going to be a niche. I'm just a bloke that likes to tell stories and jokes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to change like your stats much when you like go over to England or anything, or is it like like you said, is it just first? I know stuff? I've got loads I can add more in. Yeah. So I do a lot like over here. Like I kind of like have Belfast stuff, Northern Irish stuff. I kind of use at the top. Yeah. To get me into the gig. Yeah. You know, it's good to be here. You know, from down south, and I do a couple of gags about being being up here, and then. When I'm in England, then I do stuff about being from Ireland. But when I'm here, I'm doing stuff about being from the South. Yeah. yeah. Whereas over in England, if I said, oh, I'm from the South, they'd be kind of, yeah. from Ireland. like, do you see me? You kind of just have to yeah. maneuver a little bit. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But then you go to Belgium and do a gig. <laughs> <laughs> like, I do <laughs> a lot in Europe. I do a lot of gigs in Europe, you know? Yeah. What's that like? Brilliant. Yeah. They're all Netflix English educated. They're fucking brilliant. All Americanized. Uh. Yeah. I brought. I was telling a story on a gig in uh, Vienna. No, it was Vienna or Copenhagen. Copenhagen. Using the phrase horse at Inter. <laughs> and this guy in the audience said, Why have you brought horse to nightclub? <laughs> I, like, I didn't bring the horse tonight. It's, it's a. Because yeah. they're all watching. Hey, Chad. Hey, Mergo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but they've got amazing English. Yeah. yeah. Like they're speaking three, four languages. We're up here going, Fucking Jesus. Fucking hell. barely do one. Yeah. barely do the one. Yeah. <laughs> but Europe is a great market for English speaking comedy. Like yeah. they, they really support if you go over, you know. So that's a whole new egg, you know. I'd rather go to fucking Belgium, Brussels, than fucking Plymouth. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I've done Plymouth. Like I haven't done Bruges or. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't get to see a European city, like you know. Yeah. So, have you ever any of you ever thought about doing comedy? Stand up. Oh, I, I don't know. I could never. I wouldn't have to stand up. Do, like, no. I don't think I really. Like. But it's not. It's but I I I look at a paramedic in the same way you would probably look at a comedian. Yeah. How the fuck are they going into the worst part, the worst day of everyone's life? Is yeah. apparent when I'm, when a paramedic turns up with George Rohr, it's the worst day of your life. It's a normal day for them. Yeah, me yeah. standing up on stage it's a normal day for me probably the worst day of your life yeah. I call, I call it's, all about my, it's all about like getting your body used to that yeah. feeling yeah. it's the attention I couldn't deal with like, like just to know everything's on me like. you fucking love attention I, don't, I do <laughs> like, but I like nah, short, nah, short I mean when I came in today you were naked like, like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like loop me up and throw me around the glider <laughs> Uh, no, I don't Hope think. It uh, I don't think. I think we're all happy with like doing this. I think there's an expectation. It's funny because there's an expectation with this, like because we do like because we do the podcast. I think there's yeah. like this expectation where people are like they always come and listen to an episode. And, like to be fair, some of the stuff is funny. Well, we think it's funny. <laughs> Might not be funny. Oh, I people. watched. I yeah. watch your 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 clips and stuff. Yeah. I, I I know. Of, I actually asked you to come on this podcast. Yeah, but like it's. It's strange because, and then I also think sometimes whenever we have normal conversations that aren't necessarily like have to be based around making jokes and stuff, people are like, a "Bit boring." I don't want, don't, don't worry about that. Yeah, you're like, right? Okay, listen, listen. Don't worry about that. Yeah, they're, getting, they're complaining about something to get for free, you know. Uh, yeah, that, yeah. Tells you, <laughs> that tells you what all you need to know, mate. You're getting this for free, yeah. and you are upset. Yeah, fuck off, <laughs> fuck right off. That's brilliant. You, you look at the, the clouds and the rain, and you're upset. And you're blaming me. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Two passport bastards. 
what's it been like with like the ta- like you're talking there about like adopting technology and stuff like what's it like seeing like you know the likes of people who maybe do skits and tiktok and stuff and like they're a bit of a comedian type thing but then like you're saying like co- comedy is probably like the fifth or sixth thing yeah do, do you find like many ones or have you spoke to many people like that here like yeah, yeah. i want to be a comedian and then you're like fuck i've done this 14 years you don't realize you know some does some people just get have it as well like you know what i mean like some yeah. people just get it like you know like they get it quick and they get it fast um i would say i got it fast at the start then i lost it yeah. like i'm not gonna i'm gonna i'm not gonna deny that like i probably went in and did did really well for the first three or four years and then completely collapsed like i had about five years there where i was just on the circuit and nothing happened but it was really good but that was good to get the stage time as well but like it's when I see people doing TikTok sketches and then they're trying to convert that onto the stage and stuff like that, like, first of all, they're obviously very good at yeah. figuring out comedy in, in, a, in a certain format. Mm-hmm. But live is very different. Like, somebody said to me recently, they said, Andrew, I would have you host a TV show, but I would have him write a sitcom, but I wouldn't have you write a sitcom, but I wouldn't have him host a TV show. We all have different skill sets, like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. we can all be part of the same team but do different jobs. Yeah. But it all depends on what environment you want to excel in, you know? Yeah. I want to be the best lifestyle. I want people to come to, I want people to put a bum in a seat for me. I don't want people to click like in a video. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. nice because it helps me reach more people. Reach more people yeah. to put a bum in a seat. Yeah. I want bums in seats because yeah. when I'm on stage in a live environment, that's where I feel I'm most comfortable. Other people do it, but they prefer to be yeah. putting it on paper and acting it out. Yeah. It all th- there's room for everybody. This is the thing about comedy and music and arts. People always think like there's room for all podcasts. Oh, fucking straight white men doing a podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> there's room for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. You just gotta find what you're into. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta find what you like. Like I like is I don't like the band ACDC. Doesn't mean yeah. they're shit. The sellout yeah. stadiums are obviously a brilliant band. Just yeah. not my taste. Just move along. Yeah. Just move along till you find what you want. Yeah. And I hate that about the current climate of people. Yeah, so true. If you don't like me, fuck off. Yeah. That's your, that's not my, that's not, like your opinion of me has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Yeah. It's none of my business. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I say to people, there's room for everybody, whatever you want to do, find out what you like and what you're good at. Yeah. And obviously branch out into other things and yeah. figure out if that's good for you as well. Because you can always get a little bit bored or a bit stale and stuff like that. So, and then just keep, um, keep yourself, just keep working hard, you know. And like a lot of people will, you know, they'll work hard for a couple of years and nothing really happens and they'll get angry about it. Yeah. Just keep going, man. Yeah. Just keep going because some people don't realize your energy and attitude tells a lot about you as well. Like, yeah. It's like in any job you do. If your guys are working in an office and you walk in and you're always moaning 24 <laughs> 7, like within a couple of weeks, that's a HR issue, lads. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and people don't realize when you're backstage at green rooms and you're working with promoters, if you're a difficult person to work with, yeah. It's, it spreads like yeah. go in you're lucky to be lucky delighted to be doing it buzzing to be here thanks for having me pay me invoice yeah <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. do you know what I mean yeah like don't be people are over complicating it like. yeah it's not complicated yeah if you're doing something you enjoy enjoy it don't yeah. be whinging about it yeah. people out there would love to it do it it probably comes with it, like experience as well like I would say like if you if you rewind uh, what we were like three years ago whenever we first started like posting clips and stuff online and people were commenting shit we were like ah oh, maybe we weren't doing well whereas now we're just like it is it is what Mate, it, I've yeah. had I've had it all 
Yeah. I've had it all. Yeah. I've had death threats. I've had people threatening <laughs> me. I've had the whole shebang. What did you do to get death threats? Some guy in the orange order. Typical. Fair enough. That happens. Leave it there. <laughs> Still alive. <laughs> 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 and it wasn't anything to do with, I was living in England yeah it was but a routine I put up when I was I wasn't even living in Northern Ireland yeah. you took umbrage to it yeah anyway oh, I was a death I was, it was a death I mean it was it was a kneecapping it was a how would you say a situation yeah, yeah. My, that arose my people contact your people type thing <laughs> like. well say maybe 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 I need to retract the death the death, the death, the death right there it was a more of a how would you say don't be fucking doing that again and getting that kind of wrong. Yeah. Sort of vibe off him. Yeah. But to yeah. me, that's a death threat. Yeah. <laughs> have you any? Have you ever done any jokes that just have landed ter- like bad in an audience oh, or whatever? Oh, like? oh, oh, oh. So, how, oh, nice. how do you? How do you kind of? You just drive it on back. Yeah. <laughs> just drive on. Has anybody on. ever heckled you and been like, "Yo, you oh, can't say yeah. that"? Well, first of all, heckling doesn't happen as much as people think it does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were does not happen as much as people do. Sure, I went and seen I went and seen Geddes and Arne McCann in uh, the Braid. It was terrible. Braid and Ballina. It was we're heckling, like yeah, heckling. They were classy. I love Geddes's comedy, and I love Arne. We've had Arne McCann on the podcast, and I love that type of humor. But like the amount of yeah, just there was drunk people at the front yelling up. There was this random guy, and like, it was just like you know, what the key thing there yeah. is when you got it. If you, and I'm not talking about Geddes, I'm talking about in general. If you've yeah. got a following that will heckle you. Yeah. become the three o'clock in the afternoon comedian and solves everything yeah. if you can sell tickets doesn't matter what time you put that show on yeah. they will come if they like you yeah. I would rather be a five o'clock comedian than an eight o'clock comedian yeah. source that out by the way yeah. put the show on at five so? o'clock they'll all be sober because yeah. yeah. they'll be going out after yeah. 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 Fair. weed out the pricks yeah. then it'd be harder to get them to laugh all that, huh? no <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a better judging material yeah. work harder write harder Fair. yeah on, I mean, there's ways around these things mm-hmm. yeah. I did a live podcast up with the Duncairn there a while back we did it at 3 o'clock on a Sunday Yeah, the feedback was unbelievable this is so good we could drive home we didn't have to get babysitters you know like yeah. we could get up for work on the Monday could get the it was something different push. to do <laughs> get, have lunch go to a show go home and have dinner we didn't have to spend too much money on taxis we didn't have to yeah. get yeah. you know what I mean didn't have to go out and drink alcohol there was tea, coffee and the audience were just this is nice to do yeah so to me three o'clock on a sunday book me in lads yeah it's the best time <laughs> best time to do it yeah how, how do you get around like people prop because i see um like i i've watched a bit of your guy uh don't know matt rife um and he gets sort of that sort of like back and forth with the crowd a lot and that's always the stuff that you're probably thinking like it's you haven't wrote it so it's like unpredictable. Matt, what's his name matt rife he's like he's an a- american comedian he's he's quite big on like a lot of but he's just clips but is he provoking the crowd kind of in a yeah, way he where it's like crowd work it's crowd does, work so. but yeah. it's it's very good like i find it quite i find it hilariously funny like it's good like yeah but you got to be careful limit people would be expecting that yeah. in the show yeah so you have to balance that with doing a bit of crowd banter and then also material yeah and then whenever i do shows solo shows I'll go out and I'll do crowd work at the start and then I bring the support act on. I'll go, right, we're, we're done now. So when my last tour, I had Aaron Butler opening for me. So yeah. I'll give you an example. We went to Dundalk and did the Spirit Store. So I go out and I do 15 minutes. Yeah. And then I go out. I've, I've, I used to have about four or five minutes of material ready. And then the rest, I just do crowd work. I mean, what's your name? Why yeah. are you eating potato crisps? Oh my God, you know, could you not plan your, dinner, your day better? Like, yeah. 
Yeah. And you have a bit of crack with him, right? <laughs> and then I bring on Aaron. I go, right, that's that crowd worked on. Yeah. My, my buddy's coming on now. Yeah. Then there'll be a break. Then I come back on and then I'll talk for an hour and 10 minutes. And it's just going to be me. Yeah. I'm not going to be talking to the crowd anymore. I'm doing a full show. Yeah. Are we all cool with that? Crack on. But it's your job to set that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, so I've come out, I've done gags, crowd work, had a bit of crack, welcomed you all in, had a really good laugh, brought on the support guy, had the break, now it's the show. Yeah. So they get everything they want then, if right. they want it. Like. Yeah. But you, you can do that if you just set it up properly. Yeah. Yeah. So, right, this is now is the time to have the fun. Yeah. And after that, then we're doing the show. Yeah. I think that's the best way to do it. I did some tour support for Jason Manford last year in Ireland and did like Vicar Street and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he does that, as, um, goes out, he does gags, does a bit of crowd work, goes, right, that's it now. Yeah. Still have to kick people out, mind, but yeah. we've done it. Bad, we've like, done it, like yeah. So you've got to be. But this is the thing: like they're coming to see you. It's, yeah. it's, it's an unbelievable, it's an unbelievable feeling yeah. when people put a bum in a seat. Yeah. Feel like is there a way you work around that kind of like say if someone is sort of giving you a heckle or whatever, you, you know, you have a bit uh, maybe back and forward with them, and then there's a time where it just has to be like right. Yeah, like, you can always please. sense it. They always yeah. can sense it. You, yeah. you, you got to say, mate, mate, mate. Yeah, shut up. You've done well. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not ruin it. Yeah. You've done great now. You should you've be very proud of yourself. You did phenomenal work there, but you're you're getting it. You see, you're, you're having that extra point. You know, when you have the extra point. Yeah. Put the keys away and call the cab. Like, so, yeah. but you but it's your job to close it down. Yeah. Yeah. Do the shit, do the classic, like compliment them and then slam yeah. them and compliment them. Confuse yeah. them. Confuse them, like, you know. Yeah. Stuff like all sorts of I, but it's not it doesn't happen as much as yeah. you think this is the thing people think oh first you're a comedian oh yeah yeah oh what's like when you get heckled it doesn't mate like yeah. doesn't happen that often yeah. obviously it's like it's basically like a football team can, can win 5-0 but miss one penalty and everyone will talk about the missed penalty like mm. you kind of negativity is the headline rather than what actually goes right, you know. Yeah. So I just I don't I don't I don't give that a kind of energy any space. Like yeah. I don't yeah. focus on any negative. So people will yeah. be, uh, nowadays I get well you get quite a lot as uh, you're a comedian. Yeah. Do you know who I don't like? I'm like I couldn't give a fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like me going up to somebody going, oh, what do you do for a living? You're a footballer. Do you know who I hate? That rugby player. What's his name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What are you on about? <laughs> Have a think, like have a word with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> People are nuts, like yeah. they are insane. The general public no. should be got rid of, then <laughs> <laughs> should be replaced. Yeah. Some something else. Yeah. Does anybody public. ever come out, come up to you like outside of the like the like your shows yeah. or whatever? That's yeah. mad. I had a guy accused me of pretending to be from Cork and said I was actually from Dublin. And I went, yeah, cool, lovely. Yeah. Whatever you want to believe, mate. You believe whatever you want to believe. I'm not like I'm just well known within comedy. Like yeah. I'm not a f- I'm fuck, look, fuck, mate. I'm going home now tonight, worrying about the gas bill for the Christmas. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like people think. Oh, you're a comedian. Never. We're not fucking rich, like <laughs> you know what I mean. We're not rich people. Yeah. My car's fucking seven years old. Like. Yeah. <laughs> My point is, is that you know. What were we talking about? Uh, people coming up to you. Oh, like, people coming up to yeah. me. Oh, yeah, one guy started, said to me, oh, you're just a fucking shit comedian from Dublin. And I was like, yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> what part of Dublin was I from, just so I know? <laughs> That's like, what you, like, like yeah. there's no point in arguing with no, these people. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to understand there's a certain amount of people in society and they just, they just have, to, 
it just it just doesn't that's work. madness doesn't work. they're the kind of people that would have direct debits all over the month yeah. rather than on the first <laughs> <laughs> those people give me anxiety you know, like, <laughs> when does your mortgage go the fifth when's the gas go the eighth oh fucking don't look at me <laughs> that's you know, all quite I, oh, can't, can't imagine what your bathroom's like now <laughs> if you're not planned you know so you wonder what's wrong with people who like they'll look at you and just be like yeah, I'm gonna go up and say this this'll be funny it's like the you watch, if you watch that Tyson Fury documentary, the guy came up to him halfway. He was I've sitting, oh he yeah, was sitting in Morgan Bay, and the guy came up and was like, "Still think Joshua beat you?" And he was like, "What?" And the guy just looked around. He was like, "I, I still think Joshua beat you." You're like, "Why?" You open your mouth. Yeah. You're like, it's just like, but look, but thing is, is like they they, you know, and I think I, I saw that clip and Fury does with that. Why do you want cheeky bastard or something? Yeah, he goes, yeah. Uh, "Anyone on this beach would beat you." <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, sorry. Then, then, he, then he said cheeky bastard, yeah, didn't he? Well, he goes cheeky yeah, bastard, yeah. Um, I've had people come up to me and go, uh, your podcast, yeah, Aaron makes that, doesn't he? And I went, well, what do you mean? He goes, oh, he's the best in it. And I went, good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Why do you watch it? <laughs> I, gotta, I don't, like, so what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, what, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't... Like, yeah, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, but the majority of people are dead on. Like, yeah, people come up. To, I get a few people come up. A few people come up to me there at the weekend and said, "Oh, you?" And I goes, "Oh yeah, you're right." And I goes, uh, oh, "I saw you at the Empire." I was like, "Oh, cool!" And I went, "Like, was it any good? Did you enjoy it?" Like, yeah. he was like, "Yeah, it was great." And I went, "Good." <laughs> and it just got really awkward, you know. And I was just like. Um, but have a great night, lads. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, what? Yeah. What do I? Like, you know, if you're like a footballer, you're you probably have a protocol where you know what. Yeah. Do you want something signed quick? I'm in a rush. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I'm just like, what do I? Like, what? What? what I, I have nothing to give you. Do you want a yeah. kick out? Like, I've, <laughs> do you want a kick out? Yeah. Good callback. That's a good. That's a call. That's yeah. not as a callback. All right. Well done. I like what you did there. Like what you did there. I can't do but my point is, like, I'm DMing you next week. Like, I have a space here. If you, but I, I, like, I, got, I don't know why. Like yeah. I, I've nothing to offer you. Like yeah, just, yeah. just a guy that whinges and moans like for a living. It's good crack. Yeah, just yeah. having a laugh, you know. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously. I mean, I do get people say like, "Oh, you whinge and moan a lot," and I go, "Yeah, but that comedy is complaining." Yeah. Comedy is all about victims and complaining. Yeah. If you look at comedy, comedy is like you're the victim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an airplane taking off here. What's going on? Ours, ours. Last time somebody to rock off. What's going on? It's not the fucking fan. <laughs> I thought you were playing, playing white noise to like calm down the room or something. Oh, is this your hard drive? <laughs> Get that hard drive checked, Lance. He's wiping all. We don't want to We don't want to like producer of. Here's the crack. It's currently in lagging court. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Nolan. Are our young people watching too much porn? <laughs> but like, I'd, people are most people are dead. Yeah, on, like, you know. yeah. yeah. The worst one was you saying about the COVID. You said something. You said something really. You, you weren't out of line or anything, but it was on the podcast you said something about the COVID vaccine. You were like, oh yeah, people are a bit scared of that COVID vaccine. I think pregnant women are a bit scared of the COVID vaccine. Well, oh my God, you would have sworn that we were like anti-vaxxers. We got... It was somebody with fertility or some shit yeah. like it. Oh, this girl was like, I demand that you remove that post and educate people. And we were like, whoa, <laughs> like, calm down. We literally just said... You know, people are a wee bit wary of it. This is new. Yeah, you know what I mean? just like, oh, it's not a fucking NHS podcast. Like. Yeah, I just, I, I listen. Like, you know, I took my vaccines. Love a vaccine. Yeah, good <laughs> crack. Pro vaccine. Yeah. <laughs> love norofen. 
I mean, have you tried Norfem Plus? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that's a double hit, like. But, uh, yeah, stuff like that, just don't get involved. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. Whatever. I follow the guidance. I trust people. I trust doctors. I trust scientists. So I'll just follow what I'm told. Yeah. And I'm not a sheep. I'm just trying to get on with my life. Yeah. There's no one out to fucking kill you, like. Yeah. You're killing yourself. Yeah. <laughs> the minute you're born, you're killing yourself. <laughs> the minute you're born, you know, the biggest killer is death, is being born. <laughs> Fucking media, yeah. Deep state, mate. Deep state. Losers. We'll finish off talking about the Q Radio breakfast show. Oh yeah, soon to be soon to be removed. True HR disciplinary issues. Yeah, Q Radio. Yeah. How'd that come about? Saw me on a few bits and bobs, and they just approached me and said, "Like, oh, you living up here?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And they said, "Oh, would you like to come in?" And I was like, "Okay." Say yes to things, see what happens, and went in and really enjoyed the energy. The the energy of the show and the people in there were good and they said to me look we'd love to make a f- permanent fixture of the breakfast show yeah. and I was like how much um, <laughs> <laughs> hey baby how you doing call me I know and uh, we just got it all agreed and started yeah. in May it's great yeah rolling in it <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you should see rolling in it. Yeah. 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 G wagon out the front. Nine, nine years old now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah. I, I bought up. I bought my first watch last year. What did you get? Fair play. I, I keep forgetting. Uh, I spent a hundred and twenty pound on a watch. I was like, I can't fucking. I've got the fucking watch here. Like, got yeah. the phone. I wouldn't wear a watch, and I bought a watch. I couldn't believe it. I could n- never wear it now because I just. My girlfriend was like, "Why don't you buy a watch?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'll buy a watch." To me, a watch was luxury, like. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I know people walk around, like, I've got to do my 9,000 steps. Yeah. You know, and all that. I was like, because I don't need a watch, I got it on my phone, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, Q Radio just invited me in, man. And I just went in and absolutely fell in love with it. Like, this yeah. kind of suits my personality and my style a bit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, went in and went well and yeah. uh, learned. I'm now still learning. Yeah. You know, three months in, making mistakes, learning, though. Yeah. And I must admit, very happy and feedback's been good. Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, once the longer they, they want me, the more I'll do it. But yeah. it's a wonderful thing to do and a good opportunity. The thing the thing I want to ask was, you do your you do your own podcast, Cork in the North. And, like, obviously on there, that's your, like... Oh, yeah. That's your area. Oh, from, like, from you, one minute you, past ten, yeah. I'm allowed to do what I want, yeah. mate. Like, it's in the contract. Yeah, you're, like, kind of going into that. That's your area. You can say whatever you want. Sort of, but when you're on the radio, it's like, like obviously, you're not coming on it what in your morning slot like oh no and i find that transition very easy because i can work very very clean yeah i can do both like so i i can if you i get booked a lot for clean shows so i can do a whole half an hour without swearing or i like i don't even say the c word in real life anyway it wouldn't be a word i would say anyway like i'm not religious or anything like i'm just just the way i am but with my podcast is I'm not overly into that yeah, anyway. Yeah. Like that's just not I'm not a rude, crude comic or rude, and there's nothing wrong with that. If you yeah. can do it and you do it well, best luck to you. I enjoy stuff like that, but yeah. it's just not my style. style. Um, it's just not my style, and I think yeah. I think Q probably looked into that a little bit when he's not yeah. going to fall into that bracket. Like, don't get me wrong, I say stuff and I, you know, make jokes and yeah. you know, there's always, you know, you're taking the piss out of stuff. Yeah. But we, but I just kind of brought a little, little lot of that same stuff to Q and I said yeah. look that's what you're getting you are, you're you hiring the comedian here you're not hiring a radio presenter you're hiring a comedian yeah. I'm not a radio presenter I develop and learn and become skillful at, like Decky who drives the show I mean the guy's unbelievable why he does yeah. I can't it's a different show when, he, when he's not there because yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a very good number two Yeah. you know I'm like I'm not a central striker I'm the shadow shadow yeah. nine like I'm, yeah. 
you know, I'm good at the feed, feeding yeah. the ball. You know, he's good at driving the midfield. I'm good at just a quick pass <laughs> <Yeah>. here. <like laughs> in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting the assists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to learn how to learn how to do a yeah. show, and that's quite nerve wracking. Yeah. Because it's a different ball. Because it's a different different ball game. So yeah. they want that. They said, "Yeah, let's do it." And went in, and uh, I must admit, I my my feedback in there has been just keep being yourself. Yeah. And you look from what I've been told, the numbers are way up. The feedback is the energy. Q brought in something completely different. Yeah. You know, I'm not the best radio person in the country like yeah. I'm not deluded about it like but yeah. I go in and I be myself yeah and if people like it brilliant if they don't there's plenty of other radio stations they can listen to and they're going to complain about something they get for free yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> do you know what I mean fair enough but I must say I don't get really any castle in there like the yeah. listeners are brilliant yeah. yeah yeah and I don't get any like, I know I take the piss and stuff like that but I actually don't get a lot of shit like yeah but when I do get it it stands out yeah, mm-hmm. not because I'm. Everyone likes me. Trust me. There's a lot of people fucking hate me. Yeah, a lot, and even in my own family, like, yeah, <laughs> like there is a lot of people that hate me. Yeah, and I like the fact that they hate me and don't tell me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. If you don't like me, just keep it yourself. I know though. Yeah, I you know you don't like me, it, yeah. but the fact that you keep it yourself affects me more <laughs> than you sending me a message. About it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've probably been the you've probably been the number one guest who's made contact with that eye ca- that eye camera that eye camera the most. <laughs> oh. I've never had someone directly. It's this uh, is a new thing. I would advi- I'd advise people to look at watch the YouTube and not listen to the Spotify yeah, for this one. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you get kids. some TSDI contact. <laughs> so. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it's all, all fun. But yeah, Q is good, man. Have you listened to the breakfast show at all? Have you, I, look, I don't be up. I don't. I don't. I don't. I've seen clips. Can I, I just say? Clips? Can I just say? I don't. Like even when my day off on the Friday, like, yeah, I listen to two FM and RT because I just want to hear the news down south anyway. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like it's not that I don't like, and I tune into yeah. the lads in the morning when I'm not there. Don't get me yeah. wrong, I love it. I think it's a brilliant place yeah. to work, and the staff and the management are really good to me, and the listeners are brilliant. And um, but like it seems to fit me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my style. Yeah. So why not have a bit of fun with it? Yeah. People probably people as well. You're on like what what you're what time in the morning? You're six on to at? ten. Six to ten. So like at that time in the morning, people don't want hard hitting like. Oh, do you know I'm what we sure were doing? Do you know what we were doing today? Now we were. Yeah. I bought Linda Bryan's was doing the news today. You know yeah. Linda Bryan's, and I brought in three muffins, <laughs> right? Three <laughs> muffins this morning because we Tuesday is a bit of a slump day for us, you know. Because Monday you're like, oh my god, we're back in, and Tuesday's like, oh god, we're back in. Back in at ten to five, pissing yeah. rain, you know what I mean, all that kind of stuff. So I bought three muffins. And Amy, who's mm-hmm. on the show as well, she's in the gym now at the moment. She's not having the muffins because she's doing the calorie counting, right? Oh, so right. that's Decky, there's your fucking muffin. Amy said, I'm not having it. So Linda Bryan's coming in to do the news at half six. Yeah. I said, Linda, I've got a muffin there for you. And she's like, oh my God, you got me a muffin. I've like, got your muffin now. No problem. <laughs> but then it got out then at half nine that Linda's muffin was the one that Amy didn't want. Yeah. And that she felt that she was like, oh, I thought I was special. Yeah. So she came in at 20 to 10 not even to do the news, just to complain to me on air. She says, you made me feel special. I found out that that was a spare muffin. <laughs> you didn't buy that muffin for me. You just gave it to me because someone else didn't want it. Yeah. So we just went at each other for ages. And then people were messaging, Andrew, leave Linda Bryan's alone. I was like, oh, look at her. Look at you now with your champagne. This is all and happening live. All happening live. Yeah. yeah, go on away now to two of you with your own more road highlights and your life and all that. Yeah. Kind of Take the piss out of them. Like, and Linda Bryan's pissing herself laughing. Yeah. That's what shows about. Yeah, just having yeah. a crack with people yeah. there's no we get on so well like yeah. like we all socialise together our partners we all go out yeah. for 
dinner and drinks and stuff and we get on bright we've i've been in there three four months now four months now and uh we've never had one bad word said we we all we're all different and we all have a different role yeah so there's mm-hmm. no competition within us yeah i couldn't compete like i i know what i'm doing decky knows what he's doing yeah. amy knows what she's doing yeah i don't want to be do what decky does yeah i don't want to do what amy does yeah. do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. So there's no we're not we're not three Gosh, comedians fighting yeah. for microphone yeah. We all have different roles, and that's why the dynamic works is because we all add different things. Yeah. So now you're not fighting over airtime. Oh no! And like sometimes I'd be sitting there and they're like going back and forth. Like Decky's so good at setting up stuff. Yeah. So Decky'd be like, so we do a thing called Child's Play, right? We give right. away tickets to We Are Vertigo. Nice. And uh, the child ring, we play a child's clue out, and then the child's children ring in, and we pick a number, and we get the answer. So they get the answer. So one day, like, we had a woman ring in. We were like, hello, child's play. And she was like, hi, I'm ringing in about the competition. And I was like, okay, and we had, who are the kids that are with you? Yeah. Oh, we've just dropped them off. Oh, we're going at no chestnut. Like, <laughs> pretend you've got kids. I say, you're pretending you've got kids, so you get DLA, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Instead of mine paying for that now, my tax paying money, like, this is a half in the morning. Like. <laughs> and I'm just going at her, like, she's pissing herself laughing on the phone. And I'm like, oh, you pretend you've got kids. I say, you have another kid next week. I'd say, well, yeah. <laughs> well, what's the answer? Like, Spider Man, oh, give her some tickets. So we played that whole thing out, like. Yeah. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Because yeah. that's real, like. Yeah. Yeah. And all the mess ups we've had, all the mistakes that we've made, and played the music at the wrong time, we cut off the news by accident. Yeah. Sorry about that mess up. They all like, we love it. Because it's, yeah. it's not slick. It's authentic. It, yeah. Like, the show is a very slick show. Yeah. But the talking isn't slick. Yeah. We all have different like, we argue like about opinions and stuff like oh like yeah. we go back and forth. I'd be like, Dick, yeah, I don't agree with you. And it's there's no there's like, oh my god, that was amazing. Oh my god, quick hashtag get on this for your free coffee, twenty percent off. Oh my god, we got busted <laughs> coming up next. Aren't they amazing? <laughs> I'm like I've started a campaign to have Tom Grennan taken off the station. Yeah. Because I love Tom Grennan, but he's playing too much. So I got and then Decker goes, We've got Tom Grennan coming up. Andrew, how do you feel about that? Sick of it. <laughs> I'm sick of him. I banned Lewis Capaldi. Anytime Ed Sheeran's brought up, I said, I'm not talking about him. I'm sick of him. Like, he's obviously brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's like, oh, finally, Andrew, we're all sick of fucking. Ed, take yeah. another year off, mate. Yeah. You're too good. Yeah. yeah. Do you see what I mean? So, yeah. and I think that's why it's kind of people are kind of into it. Yeah. Mm. Because it's like, what are they going on yeah. about today? Be mad so. if you got Tom Grant on the show. Oh yeah, I've no problem. I've yeah. no problem with uh, <laughs> with Daniel O'Donnell on there recently, man. Oh, okay, well, <laughs> so, Daniel O'Donnell. Yeah. Well, hello now, boys. <laughs> yeah. like, well, Daniel, how are things? You're from Cork, aren't you? And I, was like, I can't do this. But that guy is hilarious. Yeah. Oh, he's so he's brilliant. Yeah. So you know what? Listen, I enjoy, I enjoy it, and there'll be a day when the you know the tap on the shoulder will come, and yeah. all right, we've done your time, and I go brilliant, yeah. great experience. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. What would be next? Money, mon- money, send us money. <laughs> <laughs> you get oh. married? Yeah. Never mentioned it, have you? Yeah. No, never. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. He's getting He's married sick. too. Here, lads, I have to go. I have to be up at 10 to 5. (laughs) (laughs) Can I just say, I've really enjoyed you guys. Yeah, thanks for Really nice lads. Really nice lads. Really enjoyed it. Yeah. Hope I came across all right today. Yeah. Did I come um, across okay for you? Yeah, you're upset now, yeah? Good. Oh, yeah. Can I say a mad thing? We had a complaint in at the radio one day. I'll leave you on this with a complaint. So they disgrace the station. They're a disgrace. Can't believe this happened, discretion. And uh, once we looked into the complaint, uh, uh, they actually meant to send it to another station. It was the wrong station. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not naming the <laughs> I'm not naming the station, but my point was like the lengths the people go to, yeah. to whinge. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Probably heard it in the car on the way, and then they're like, like "Fucking, you know what I mean?" Pulled over. I'm fascinated. Yeah. Like my comedy, a lot of times me whinging, mm. but I'm actually quite happy. Yeah. yeah, 
Like, I actually yeah. am quite a happy guy. Like, I really enjoy my life. Yeah. yeah. But then when I see other people complain, oh, God, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah. And then I kind of steal a bit of that for my own act. Yeah. For, yeah. for a little bit of me. Do you know, you know, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I love it when people get the ump about stuff. Oh, but I get the ump about stuff, but I love it. Like, the thing I yeah. talk about, or RSC, you, you can't go down to Southern Ireland, but you, you can go down to Southern Ireland, but not Republic of Ireland. Yeah. To me, that was a gift. I'm so happy that happened. Yeah. <laughs> to me, that's a gift that is now going to be in the new show. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I need stuff like that to happen yeah. for me. You're just going out looking for it. Oh, fucking love it, man. <laughs> and I've talked, over-talked on this podcast, yeah. haven't I? Talk too much, am I? <laughs> <It's all good. laughs> Don't be insecure. <laughs> you like me? Do you like me? <laughs> oh, fuck. Well, Thanks for having me, right. lads. I really you're appreciate it. You're very, very nice fellas, and yeah, uh, I really, I really wish you a uh, lot of love and support under this uh, period of change. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't already, go listen to your podcast. Cork, yeah, we're struggling really. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, we get about eight thousand a week. It's not we're, nice. We're, we're doing good. We're, and, um, I wonder what that feels like. Uh, <laughs> struggling really. Get over. Get this man some eighty thousand a week. Sorry, eighty thousand yeah, yeah. a week. Yeah. No, we're not. Uh, listen, to, we just chat shit and talk nonsense. It's yeah. great fun. Definitely, we'll obviously give it a link below. Go check it out. Um, and yeah. Um, oh, we hope you get Michelle O'Neill on. We've had a hard no. Yeah. Yeah, we've had a hard no. Uh, but yeah. I know where she lives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the outside. Outside. <laughs> the outside. How are you, Michelle? How are things? Do you like cricket? <laughs> Cheers.